Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Success Edge? This is Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 206. All right. So I am continuing with this whole entire series, First Steps uh, to Financial Freedom into the Kingdom of God. And this is actually, uh, I did cover this uh, past uh, last episode on the 16 thoughts of financial freedom that I got from an article from uh, by a gentleman, David Bach, a great guy. Um, and I wanted to talk to you guys today. I wrote down eight things, uh, and these are probably not going to be in any particular order, but I wanted to talk to you guys about my thoughts or my my view as of today, as of I'm 42 years young, I'm, you know, you guys know my story. If you've listened to me, go back and take the five episode challenge and get caught up uh, with kind of my story and kind of where things are at in my thought process and where I'm at today of, you know, I'm in full-time business for myself. Uh, I've got a wife and uh, four kids. Uh, we, we, we live in a, a fully paid for house. Uh, we've got money in the bank. You know, we have businesses, we have past, we have all these things going on in our life and God is blessing and God gets all the glory for all this in our life. And I want to boldly let you guys know about these things because I just want you to hear that, you know what, you can actually have all this too. You can have, you know, all these things that God has promised for us out there in this world. And, you know, if you are listening to this as a success as listener, I've been listening for many years or just a couple of months and you see value with this, um, I'd ask you to share this. I mean, Share it actually with a friend. Don't just, you know, yeah, you can go put it, post it on your Instagram story or you can post it on your Twitter account or Facebook account. I'm totally fine with that. But there's something about actually going to a friend of yours or going to someone and actually sending them a text message and having a little intro or physically talking to that person saying, hey, look, it's good to listen to this podcast. I think it's an, uh, a great podcast. I think it really blessed my life. I think it would really help you got you out as well. And share it. That's kind of how that we can grow and uh, this podcast. Okay, so I'm just going to shamelessly say that right there. All right. The other thing is, is you can find all the links in the description. Uh, you've heard me talk about the Robinhood app. Uh, that I'm I'm definitely utilizing that. Uh, you can click that link, get a free stock. Uh, for yourself if you want to. You can also uh, go, and if you feel led to partner with me, you can find that link down there in the Patreon uh, account, uh, Patreon uh, page, um, you know, to partner with me if you feel led to do that. But uh, anyway, so I want to talk about financial independence. I want to talk about financial freedom in the kingdom of God. And I want to kind of reiterate something that I heard this past um, past week that really kind of... Uh, I knew this, but it just basically, uh, and here's what I knew before. I knew that Jesus, okay, I knew that Jesus, whenever he, in his earthly ministry, whenever he was down here, he talked more, not about love, 
not about faith, not about heaven. He talks more on the subject of finances and money and managing money than he talks about any other subject, right? And I was listening to a YouTube clip the other day of a gentleman that uh, is is very um, a whole lot smarter than me, and and so forth. But he cited this. He said there's over two thousand three hundred and fifty scriptures about money, about how to make money, how to give money, how to uh, buy real estate, how to sell real estate, how how to have a business, how to stay out of debt, how to how to lend. There are more than 2,350 scriptures about money. So God is very, and there's, and watch this, there's about 500 uh, scriptures about um, love. There's about 500 scriptures about faith. But here God is all about knowing that you've got to figure this money out. Why is that? I mean, there's a very interesting place in the word. I don't have time to go to it, but you know, Jesus says that if you can't handle or can't manage the world of mammon or basically, you know, money, then how are you going to handle any other loftier uh, spiritual blessing or blessing that God has for you? So it is a very important topic for our Heavenly Father because He's watching you and how you manage and how you look at money, right? I, I almost want to, you know, go into saying that he he see he looks at this and says, "Look, you know, how you manage money is definitely going to be an indicator of, of how much that I really pour out blessings upon your life." Okay. Now, and this this isn't sitting there saying that you have to have a million dollars in your bank account or you have to be a multimillionaire in order to you know, have a blessed life. You can be um, very, very wealthy, very, very rich by having a normal, I mean, not normal, I'm just not going to say normal, but having an income, all right, that is, you know, what's normal, but really still being able to live financially free. Now, I'm not going to get into all that right now. What I want to say, I'm going to focus on this right here, okay? <laughs> Stay focused, Tyler. Let's talk about financial freedom. Number one, Number one, all right, this is the first thing I wrote down on my whiteboard right here. All right, in order to have financial freedom in the kingdom, the first thing you have to do, guys, is you have to pledge your allegiance, all right? You have to pledge your loyalty to the actual kingdom of God. Or the way I wrote it right here is pledge your allegiance to what kingdom, all right? What I mean by that is there is only two systems, only two systems in this world as far as economic systems. There is the world's system of economics or the Babylonian system. You hear me talk about that multiple ways. And then there is God's system. There's heaven's economy, right? Or uh, God's, you know, financial uh, economics, uh, the kingdom economics. You can hear me say it that way sometimes. And whoever you pledge yourself to is the one you will serve. All right? So you can either pledge yourself, and majority of people, majority of Christians, I was one of those, I'm raising my hand right now, I literally have my hand up. I was one of those people that actually, for a long time, all right, 
for a good little while there, I pledged my allegiance actually to the world system, not knowing any better. And then all of a sudden I started giving some insight and revelation starting in right around 2002 in my life. No, I mean, I've been going to, I've been going to church since nine years old. All right. I mean, since, well, I got saved when I was nine, I've been going to church, uh, you know, ever since I was in diapers and here I was really kind of not knowing how the kingdom worked. So I was living for the Babylonian system. And then all of a sudden I began to learn about the truths about the kingdom in 2002. And I probably had one foot in one system and another foot in another system. One foot in the Babylonian system, one foot in God's economics or kingdom economics. One foot in the other one, the other one, okay? Finally in 2008... 2008, the Lord took me on a journey and began to walk me down a path and really help me to renew my mind to seeing that I really have got to pledge my allegiance to the kingdom. And that is where I am today, where that I pledge my allegiance to the kingdom, where that I'm doing business, I'm doing uh, marketplace I'm doing that in light and through the lens of the kingdom of God, the kingdom economics, all right, so to speak. All right, so number two, number two, it goes in line with this, is you've got to begin to understand God's kingdom or God's economic system. That, that right there in and of itself is, that's a whole podcast uh, in and of itself right there is just actually, you actually begin to understand how that economic system works, how that, you know, economy works in the kingdom, okay? I mean, you, it's, it's not the way, you know, I, I can sum it up like this right here, which I, I, I get this from a gentleman um, that I listened to many times, and you can learn a lot from him, uh, Bill Winston, but I remember him saying that God's economy, God's financial system, right? Versus the world system versus the Babylonian system. The Babylonian system is all about buying and selling, hoarding what you have and not giving it up, right? Whereas the kingdom, the kingdom economics, kingdom economics is based upon sowing and reaping, seed time and harvest, right? That that is how that is how the kingdom of God operates. All right. I just summarizing that whole entire statement up right there, number two. Okay, so that's a good little start right there, just for you to understand that. Number three, number three. You've got to change your mindset. This, oh yeah, okay. I'm glad I wrote this right here. Okay, number three. This is huge for me. You've got to change your mindset, change your mindset about God's love towards you. How that God is a perfect father. I'm actually going to do an episode, it'll probably be my next episode, about how that God is a perfect father and God's love for us. I don't believe, I've heard people say this, and and I definitely believe this, you cannot exhaust you cannot exhaust 
your meditation, your thinking, your pondering, your your just you know dwelling on how much God loves you, because within that love casts out all fear. Because God is love, and I and I for myself in two thousand uh, was it two thousand yeah two thousand two. Mr. McCart, that's me, yours truly right here. I got a huge revelation, a huge revelation of God's love for me, of my perfect father, of and really who my enemy was, but really how much that God loved me. Right? Number four, number four, you've got to change your mindset about wealth and riches. Right? There, there is there's still unfortunately a uh, a mindset that God wants you broke. There's a mindset that God doesn't want you to have things, okay? Which is untrue. That God doesn't want you to have money. That's so untrue. I mean, if that was the case, then why would God take Job? And when Job went through all the stuff he went through, and most, even me, myself, I used to sit there and think God did it to him, but God didn't do it to him. That's for another topic, but if if God's against you know <laughs> um, money and increase in things, then if that's the case, then why would God sit there and give double back to Job what he had lost? Hello, we've got to change our you know our mindset from you know you know having this view, and you know people sit there saying you know for the for um, you know, money is the root of all evil. No, it's the love of money. Money is just a tool, all right. Money is just a tool of what we use to do certain things, and we have to, as believers, need to renew our mind to this. We have to renew our mind that guess what? It's the love of money. God doesn't want you to. Um, God doesn't want you to love things. I mean, I, I tell my kids, they they said it actually at the dinner table just the, the other night. They said, "Oh, uh, we don't, we don't love that. We don't love that thing. We like that thing." Yes, exactly right. God doesn't want you to love anything. We're still called to love people and like things. That's something that you have to change your vocabulary with, and make sure you're not sitting there saying, "Well, I just love that car." No, don't say that, because you're snared by the words of your mouth. Or, I just love my house. I just love, you know, uh, whatever. You know, if it's a thing, don't say you love it. Say you like it. You got to change your mindset about wealth and riches because God doesn't want the wealth and riches and, you know, the possessions to possess you. He wants you to have possession or at least lord over them, okay, where you're the boss of them. All right. Number five, God wants you, God wants you. This is actually in Ecclesiastes 11. I'm just stating exactly what it is. God wants you to create or have multiple streams of income. He says that actually in Ecclesiastes 11. I don't have time to go into it right now, but go and read it for yourself. He says you should have seven, no, yes, eight different streams of income because you just don't know what a day might bring. And how true is that? All right. I might do a whole episode on having different streams of income uh, so that you guys can hear some different ideas. All right. Number six, number six, 
have a business meeting with God. Now, if you have a business or you have a job, all right, God's got, a, God's got you on assignment at those places. There's nothing wrong with having a job. There's nothing wrong with, with that at all, working for somebody else. I used to be against that. I'm not that anymore. My mindset is not that anymore. Because, you know, if you go back and you listen to my episode 203, I believe it was, have, daily have a business meeting with God. Basically, I, I'm talking about you going in not with no agenda. Even though you know that you need, you know, you know that you, uh, your company might make you make so many phone calls, or you know that, you know, you're supposed to call on certain dealerships to help develop your distribution network, or you know that you're supposed to call uh, so many prospects or whatever it is. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, born again believer, that before you start your put your hand to anything, I want to encourage you to actually have a business meeting with your Heavenly Father. It could be five minutes, could be 10 minutes, but go into that business meeting with the Lord as a blank slate. Don't go and ask the Lord to go in there and bless your agenda or bless your plan. Go in there expecting God to give you their plan because it's already going to be blessed. Let me say that again. Go into the meet, go, go into the meeting having a plan and agenda and asking God to bless it. Instead, go into that, um, that meeting to receive your agenda and your plan because it's already blessed. God only knows one language, victory. God only knows one uh, way of doing things, blessing and increase. That's the only thing he knows. So whatever he tells you to do is going to turn out well for you, all right? Number seven, don't borrow. Whatever you do, whatever, if you can, is I'm not sitting there saying, okay, let me make sure I say this right, okay? It's not a sin to borrow money. Let me just say that. But it is definitely not the best thing for you. If you can do without borrowing money, that includes, I'm even going to say including a house. If you can do without that, if you, if you just, if you don't believe, if your faith level, which is fine, this is totally fine. If your faith level believes that I just can't, I can't sit there and believe, you know, that God would bless me with a house. I believe he can help me without me with my finances and help me get a, a good uh, rate and so forth like that. That's fine. Then you know what I'll say? Do this right here. As soon as you sign those uh, that loan, all right, for your home, now it might sound like I'm contradicting myself, but I'm just letting you know, all right, that my opinion, my recommendation is not to borrow any money. Now, but once you sign that mortgage, once you sign that whatever loan, you start declaring, "Thank you, Lord, that this loan has been paid off. Thank you, Lord, that I am out of debt. That 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 I have the more than enough money to pay this off." Now, the money is here. I've got the money to pay for it. It's out, okay? But I'm telling you guys, it's better to not borrow money. It is the better way to do things because you're, you're servant to that lender. I mean, you're, you, you're a slave to the lender. It's what the Bible says. And I mean, I, I can speak from experience. Me, yours truly, Tyler McCart, I don't have any debt. Praise God. I'm not having to worry about bill collectors or anything like that calling me 
I used to have that. I used to experience that, but not anymore. I Trust me, it's been many, many years that I've had a bill collector or anything like that. Many, many years. I used to have that. That was no fun. Been there, done that. Don't want to buy the ticket again. Okay. Number eight, and I'll wrap up with this one. Okay. And I'll end with this one. Number eight, <clears throat> you have to understand God's progression of it like this right here. God's progression of wealth. If you go and you look at, uh, it's I think Genesis uh, ver- chapter 26. I just read this the other day in my quiet time. Genesis 26. If you skip down to verse 13 of 26, it's talking about Isaac. Now I want you to see this is this is how I mean this is a man of God and how God this is just in this one verse it shows how the progression of things happened in Isaac's life. This is Genesis 26 verse 13. I'm going to read it in the uh, New American Standard Version. Okay. And the man, speaking of Isaac, became rich and continued to grow richer until he became very wealthy. Just in that one verse, there's three things going on. Okay, Number one, there is where he actually became. He actually started out as being rich. Okay, That could be you, child of God, where that you actually got your first job. All right. Trust me. When you get your first job and you got a car, man, you're 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 actually started out. You just became rich. Okay. Now you have to continue to grow richer. That means you continue to understand kingdom finance, understand kingdom economics, under you know pledge your allegiance to the kingdom. You have to you know change your mindset. Um, and understand how much God loves you and how much He loves His children. You have to change your mindset and, and get rid of a poverty or lack mentality, but have more of an abundance wealth mentality. You need to actually start learning and growing into how to uh, create multiple streams of income. You need to have on a daily basis the real work that you have to do. The real work on a daily basis is actually have a meeting with your Heavenly Father. Because once you have a meeting with your Heavenly Father, everything else flows from that. The real work, the real work is where you have to get yourself as a blank slate and say, Lord, what is it you want me to do today? I, I don't have any agenda. I, I, I've got, I know things i got to do, but Father, I, I don't, I'm not concerned. What is it that you want me to do today? And number seven, you got to renew your mind to not borrow. Don't be uh, the don't be the borrower. You know, you can be the lender, but not the borrower. Okay, because this is growing until you become very wealthy. That's what it says. That God has a progression. He's not just going to throw a million dollars into your bank account just because you pray and ask for it. All right, but He can over time, over time as you. Sh- as you show yourself responsible, as you gain more and more understanding, because trust me, if you don't understand how to handle it, God ain't going to give it to you. <laughs> That's a good statement right there. If you don't understand how to how to handle it, God is not going to give it to you. He's just not. It's, it's, it, he'd be violating his word. He would be. So, 
Success as community. I love you guys. You know that. All right. So here's the deal. All right. Um, if you'd like for me to come and speak to your um, to your audience or to your organization um, and have a success seminar or have a wealth building uh, seminar or whatever it is about the kingdom, let me know. We can set up a Zoom call. I've got one uh, that I'm working on right now, uh, which I'm excited about. But uh, let me know how I can impact your um, you know organization and uh, speak to your organization. And uh, and also, hey, if you feel led uh, to partner with me uh, on this journey of uh, you know, the Success Edge podcast and whatever platform that you uh, are here, you know, got this from. Uh, basically, I would ask you to partner up with me. Uh, you can go to patreon.com backslash Tyler McCart. So, Success Edge community, know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper, you walk in divine help, and the spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys, and gang, we'll catch you on the other side. Yeah.